Welcome to another episode of I Wish I Was a Little Bit Taller. I am Amir Fergie's about to jump on for our last pod of the season before we get into the off-season stuff. But congratulations to Milwaukee. Congratulations to myself for winning the fictitious money. We get into everything and all that is of the finals and how I squeaked out a victory. Listen in. Yo, Fergie. Yo, the Bucks take home the championship. What do you think? I take home the fictitious championship of my own. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's just ridiculous. I'm not even, I can't even allow that to happen. That's so ridiculous. I'm, uh, we'll get into the fictitious thing a uh, second, but let's get into Bucks win. Giannis drops 50 and just dominated the game. Like from beginning on both ends, you could, there's points where you could see he was exhausted. Like, in the second quarter where they just called the timeout just to call it, give him a break, you know? Yeah. Um, they figured it out from game one and game two. And once I think, you know, looking back on a game one, his knee, he came back trying to figure it out. Um, game two, for God's sakes, even though they lost, I was looking back at it. He still was, he still balled out game two as well. Yep. Um, yeah. He just, my God, the last four games, talk about just a guy on a mission to say, fuck this. I'm putting the city on my back. And I'm going to win this championship. Yeah. It, it was incredible to watch the performances that he put on. Um, and yeah, putting on a 50-piece in a, in a clinching game. I mean, that's it's crazy. What, are you, what was he from the line? Like 17 of 19? Something crazy like that? 17 of 19. I mean, that okay, quote so from... We talk about being a pressure player. Uh, he just showed it. Yeah. I mean, he was shooting, what, 50-60% overall through the series? And then the game clinching or the clinching game, he shoots 17 of 19. I mean, that quote from Chris Paul kind of doesn't age well, where he was like, well, we all expect him to miss it. So does he, you know, I mean, Hey, you know what? People put bulletin shit up all the time and stupid comments, stupid quotes. You never know what gets some guy motivated and something like that. Hey, Chris Paul, shut the fuck up and try to win a try to win a series before you start talking about other people's right. shooting or, or not, you know? So that and you know, I have so many issues with Chris Paul. Like, for example, like he didn't congratulate them when he left the game ended. He just walked off the court, right? Uh-huh. I noticed Why that is too. there no one writing an article about that? If LeBron, LeBron left like in a game one or two when they lost to Miami last year in the finals. He left like three seconds early and they made like three days worth of uh, storylines out of it. Yeah. It's what he's this hero, um, this loved player in the league when everything is going well, when he's winning, Oh my God, he might win his first championship and he's, he's brought this young team up, but then you're, you're going to pout because you lost and just walk away. I mean, any big series like that, when the game is over, these guys are hugging, congratulating, you You know, it's a tough, tough fought battle. That's just the way it goes. You in, any, in any sport. Yeah. It's just like, it's look, if you're a leader, you have to lead win or lose. 
and he never he's like this even when he plays he's a guy that i just can't like playing street ball he's a guy that you hate because he wants all the calls but he never thinks he does anything wrong and then he there was a play i think it was game five where Giannis is driving and chris paul grabs his arm to foul him but like yanks his arm to basically like it looked like he was trying to dislocate his shoulder it's like if someone were to do that to you you would try to fight him Giannis just kind of brushed it off and moved on you know but yeah. I don't know I, I have a huge thing with Chris Paul and I hope he doesn't come to the Lakers now the rumors are he's gonna come to the Lakers oh. and I'm like Fuck! so so that is my that's my question for you is now that this so he had some success he obviously said he's not retiring all that all that fun stuff is it time for him to just find a championship now do you think he will tuck his tail between his legs and say I'm going to the Lakers because I want to win a chip now. Or does he say, I'm going to be this leader that uh, everybody's talking about and I am telling everybody I'm this great leader. And does he stick with the Suns and try to try to run it back because they have, you know, decent pieces, which we'll get into that in a little bit. But what do you think? I, well, I don't think, I hope he doesn't come to the Lakers. Uh, I, I could see him going to the Clippers. They have a squad. Depends. If they sign up, the thing is, the teams that we like, Lakers and Clippers, they don't have the money to sign the money that he wants. I mean, yeah. a couple of years, months ago, we were talking about he wanted to end his contract and then opt out and then sign like a three year hundred. Lakers can't offer him that. The Clippers uh-huh. can't offer him that, you know? So, um, but, but that's part of it, though. Does he say, screw it? I have to win a championship or my yeah. legacy is not fulfilled. And is he going to just say, whatever I'll, I'll take whatever you want from the Lakers pay me as much as you can while still keeping the three of us. And I just want to win a championship. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I look, there's other players I'd like. The, there's another rumor that Lakers wanted or my trade for Westbrook. I'm like, the fuck are y'all doing? Like, just go get a good, get a Drew holiday, get like guy locked down defense and doesn't yeah. jack up 40 fucking shots. Let's not get that player, you know? Um, but yeah, well, um, you saw what happened with a great Phoenix. defensive player. He needs to stay in Phoenix. He like the they have a really good young squad around him. Mm-hmm. Between Booker, Cam, um, Aiton, those are really good players. They had you know they have uh, Jay Crowder on contract for another two years. We look we looked at their roster. What last episode? They have yeah. a good. Squad. They're going to be like a five six seed in the West. But they're going to compete. They're not not going to make the playoffs, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I hope for for Aiden's sake. I hope that Chris Paul stays. Yeah, and 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 what I mean by that is I don't want Aiden to take a step back next year after he took such a leap forward this year in his game. Now, sure, another point guard might be able to come in, whether it's Cameron Payne taking over the reins or somebody else, but. I do think he made such a big difference in uh, in Aiton's yeah. career so far, his young career. Yeah. That uh, I'd, I'd like to see him stay there. I think it would be a testament to his leadership. Truly, yeah. if he stayed and said, "I'm not going to take the easy way out. I'm going to stick with these guys, and we're going to run it back, and let's see if we can do it." Yeah. Uh, versus some other healthy teams, if the Lakers are healthy and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, that's um, what I think I- could happen. I wanted to throw this at you. So you know how the league is is all guard play three point shooting. The three championship teams or the last three years have been run by basically power forwards and small forwards. 
This year, Giannis. Last year, LeBron. The year before that was uh, Kawhi. And if you go further, six of the four, four or out of the last six years, four of the championships have been won by power forwards, basically. Yeah, but I guess I don't look at Kawhi or LeBron in that context, though. But they're not I, shooters. I, they're not three-point shooters, you know? Yeah, but it's a little different. They're still, you know, ball-dominant guys. It's not like they're power forwards just in the paint like we we look at old-school power forwards. You know, like yeah, a like, Carmelo uh, well, type let's thing. Go big, LeBron big, is still LeBron big, is, it's a um, point guard. He's a point guard. LeBron yeah, is a they, point guard. They, let's go this way. Let's change the way I say it. It's... It's not the teams that are. Winning I know what you're saying. Shooting, it's not the Steph Curry Golden State threes. Like they're not. They're not three point dominant teams that are winning these championships. Yes, but I will say part of the Bucks offense during the regular season and who they are as a team, though, technically they are a very high scoring three point shooting team, though. Like yeah, throughout but, the, throughout but, the year, they were making a lot of threes. They when it came down to it. They were, they're more of a fast break, run and gun kind of team, right? Like they don't do well in a half court set. Half court set usually sets you are meant for three point teams, right? Like a a Golden State dominates in half court sets because they just keep moving and, you know, cutting and slashing and somebody eventually gets open, shoots a three, you know? Um, I don't know. I I thought it was interesting because I was like looking, I'm like, Lakers definitely weren't a three-point shooting team. They had AD and yep. LeBron. This year, it's just cold. I mean, he had that one play where he had uh, Miles Bridges on his back, and he just got it, spun baseline, went up with his left, and just fucking dunked it on three of them. <laughs> he had so many he, He's a plays. special player. There's so, the one thing that scares me, if the Lakers w- would have played them in the finals, I don't know if AD would have been able to match up well. Like, there's no one that matches up against him. No, you can't. I mean, and and what are you doing? You're not putting LeBron on him. No, I, I don't think you're doing that. Maybe it w- they would have tried a little bit of both. Uh, LeBron on him for a little bit, AD on him for a little bit. But yeah, I I do not think AD would have been able to to stick with him. And for God's sakes, when a guy gets in a groove like that, though. It's, it's like LeBron in some of the finals. Yeah. You, no, you just you I, I just can't it. stop him, and it's incredible what he did. To, night after night or whatever game after game to be able to put up some of the numbers he was putting up. It's, it's wild. He, he deserved the championship, deserved the MVP, all that stuff. So, yeah, it was, uh, I, I posted this last <clears> night. <throat> He's one of three players to win defensive player of the year, MVP finals, MVP championship and an all-star. Uh, no, this was a new one and an all-star MVP. There's only two players in the league to do ever do that. Him and Jordan. All before yeah. the age of twenty six. That's crazy. It's it's, it's special. It's special and, and the, good good for him. The other thing I was going to though is you know how well I've been bashing on their coach basically forever, um, but the first two games of this series, they showed a stat. Um, Phoenix got over thirty corner threes shot first two games. Right, the last four. Total under 10. So they figured it out. They figured out to not give the basically the easiest three-point shot. And they love taking those corner threes. Basically, they would run out as fast as they could to not allow them to take those shots. 
That's crazy. So we got to give some credit to some coaching adjustments. We've yeah. been dogging oh, for on him sure. forever. And he makes some adjustments and wins the championship. I mean, not just on the defensive side, but they did some different things on the offensive mm-hmm. side. And it's not just Yana stop shooting threes or whatever. It's different ways to attack. You know, even if he was missing some of the free throws, you're getting some of the other guys in foul trouble. You're getting them out of their game. Yep. You know, Aiden, a couple of the other games had three fouls in the first half. So yep. he's not playing as aggressive. And, yep. and also you got to just take a look at some of the most spectacular plays. I don't think we've talked since then that block that he had on the alley-oop from whoever Booker to Aiden, I, I was like, that's an easy dunk. And then Holy crap. He comes mm-hmm. out of nowhere, you know, new age Superman to block. That I was like, yeah. you've got to be kidding me. That's they were talking about it. And it possibly could be the best finals block of or play block so. of all time. I can't. The I only mean, other block that they bring up is the LeBron, right? The LeBron chase down. Yeah. I mean, that's, just but he special talent Giannis to to do that. did the exact same play in the series too. He chased down yeah. a couple of those, you know? So it's like, um, I, I think it's gotta be, if not one, two, I, you can, you know, everyone can argue whatever, but just, it's gotta be there. Th- just the factor of Aiden is so high above the rim. Also a, to get that high and to be kind of out of position to move quickly enough to get there and to still make the block without fouling. By yeah. God. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. it was wild. So, what do you think about uh, another question on there? I think it was Steven Jackson, maybe it wasn't, was talking about how um, kind of kind of bashing uh, Giannis when he said, "Oh, I didn't join a super team," but he was like, "You have a super team. You have Middleton. You have Drew Holiday." Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I I wasn't a fan of that because I don't think he when he said I didn't leave to join a super. I think that's what he meant. I didn't leave to join a super team. Just because you traded for a guy, Drew Holiday, that doesn't mean you created this super. And Drew Holiday super team. is a borderline all star. Correct. Right. And he's not a six time all star uh, um, MVP candidate, you know, this, that, another. He's just a very, very, very good NBA player. Yep. That's it. Like any team wants, a lot of teams want to have him, but you're not winning a championship or making it to the playoffs with just Drew. You're just not. Right. And same thing with Middleton. You're not, you might make the eighth eighth seed with Middleton as your best player, but you're probably getting else out, you know, the first round. Yes. I'm not a huge Middleton guy. I've said that, but, but I tell, but I tell you what, I got to give him some props and kind of, you know, eat my words a little bit. He is just a baller who makes plays, um, not crazy flashy, but, his length and how he can get off his shot. And when he gets hot, he can make some shots. So I will definitely eat my words. And um, he, he played well. I, I yeah. give him that. He definitely was a good Robin to, uh, to you know, Giannis. Yeah, like the, he took critical shot after critical shot in every one of those wins, you know. He took some crazy yeah. – he made that fadeaway. He made two fadeaways in both these last two games that literally, literally just – stamp the game for them you know yeah he's a very big factor you cannot say oh it was just a one-man show he showed up and drew on the defensive end as well they 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 won it as a team it was a great job led by their leader um and they did it so i guess my my question would be did, did did you notice how short the benches got yeah 
for the end of the I playoffs. I think it was what six and a half players. I mean, it was seven for so it was, so it was Suns because uh, the foul Aiden got in foul trouble, but that was it. You know, so I was, was like I, seven guys. The eighth guy played like one minute and five yeah. minutes or whatever it was. Yeah. But I was looking at it and I go, and I was talking to my brother. I was like, yeah, the Bucks just ended up being being deeper, and it's not so much the amount of guys. So we looked at the sixth and the seventh. Okay, you had Cameron Payne and Cameron Johnson. For the last three or four games yep. of the series, didn't do much. And then on the flip side, you had um, uh, Bobby Portis and Connison. Yeah. So right now, out of out of those, which two would you take as your sixth and seventh guy? Bobby Portis and Connison made more of an impact than Cameron Johnson, who hasn't really yeah well, doesn't ha- really know what it's let like. Let me ask you this: campaign. Who's going to get paid more this offseason? Cam- Payne or uh, Portis? (laughs) Cameron Payne for sure. But when it came down to it, he didn't, at the end of the game. He had a great game. He just didn't play. He was four for six. When he came in the second quarter, he's the reason they came back, got back into the game. He just didn't, I don't know why. There was a, uh, in the third quarter, I think it was, where they played, Milwaukee played Portis, Lopez, and Giannis. I didn't understand why they didn't Phoenix go the reverse and bring in Chris Paul, Payne, and Booker because two of those three guys aren't going to post you up. Yep. And they're not going to be able to stay in front of Payne or Chris Paul, either of those, besides Giannis. Whoever's Giannis guarding is locked up, but the other two go right around them. Like the strategy on some of these is like, what are you like? You're down. Like, do something different, change it up, you know? But. So, so who needs to now, now that you watch that happen, right? I mean, you see Tory Craig that got hurt and everything. What do the Suns specifically need to take that next step? Because obviously, they need somebody to back up Aiton. That's I feel like that's some like somebody was saying Dwight Howard, the player like that, Dwight Howard or a, a McGee, someone that's like all they do is rebound, block, and play D and get lobs. You know. Somebody like that is a really yeah. nice backup for eight, I think. <clears throat> you know, that's not, that's not a bad call, actually, thinking of his backup, who it would be, because it was Kaminsky who did okay. I mean, he did good this did game. okay. Yeah. yeah, serviceable. But you're right. I think somebody else that brings a little more edge, maybe to the backup role. Um, I mean, they need a little more size. I just think yeah. they're they're four there with, with Crowder as your four guy and Bridges. You know, we talked about it. It works, and it's when it's time when they're both making shots, corner threes, yeah. uh, definitely works. But if they're not, you know, they get to kind of bang down the boards a little bit. Yeah. I mean, shit, when you got Lopez and you got Portis and you got Giannis yeah. in there, that's a that's a big lineup. That's a huge lineup, and they, you know, they. It's funny because not only could they stretch the court, but they can, you know, get in there, and they're at least three inches taller than anybody else on the court, if not more, six inches yeah. on average. So, uh, Well, and that's why and Aiden has to get in foul trouble. I mean, yeah. he's, you, you can't just let him lay up every single time. You got to be aggressive, you know, trying to play him. So, yeah, it was – That's I'm hard. looking at total rebounds. So, uh, Crowder had 13. Uh, Bridges, eight and six. That was it on this side. Uh, Giannis had 14. Holiday had nine. Lopez had eight. Middleton have five. I mean, they're uh, damn. You know who had who always gets in and gets these like loose ball, you know, long rebounds is uh Connaughton. Did he have like didn't he have like seven or eight boards yesterday? He had eight, he's got eight Scrappy. fucking boards. 
That's huge. That's, That's big. And here's the thing too. He was, wasn't he over four for shooting? So obviously he wasn't feeling yep. it shooting, yep. but did it in there get eight rebounds? Yep. I guarantee if you really reround the tape and watch it, some of those rebounds were potentially 50, 50 where yeah, somebody else from the yeah. Suns may have gotten the offensive rebound and another shot three pointer, it changes the dynamic and the flow. So yeah, mm-hmm. having eight boards that you can't discount anybody that's in there scrapping for, for rebounds. Yeah. That makes huge difference. Two How many times you watch a game rebounds, homie. and Two somebody off. gets a, yeah. somebody gets a second chance three that keeps the momentum or that kills a run. Like yeah. it's huge. Yeah. It's crazy. I, so congratulations. What, if, if you're in the, yeah. Question for you. If you're in the office right now, general manager, what is your first move right now? And your oh. first call that you're making if you're the Suns? For, oh, for the Suns? I mean, you're calling Chris Paul's agent and be like, hey, what, what do we got to do? <laughs> I mean, that's the first one. And then calling Cameron Payne's agent. <laughs> and then, uh, I, I, I mean, like I said, I would reach out to 76ers and see if, uh, I think, Dwight signed a one and one. So I don't know if he's a free agent, but if he's not a free agent, I'd see if I can get a trade for him. It's not bad. Now on the flip side, now how about the Bucks? Who's your first call? Uh, I'd call Portis' agent. And then because I, the Sixers that? are going to get better. Yeah. I say because the Sixers absolutely are going to make a, a big trade, yeah. right? The Nets are going to be healthy. I mean, mm-hmm. you got some other teams that are definitely coming for you. So um, there's got to be something that you do. So what do you do well, for the Bucks? If you had, say, if you had to make a bet on which of these two teams you would more likely see in the finals next or sooner, who would it be? Ooh. I'd say Bucks. Milwaukee. Bucks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the uh, Bucks have to go there, through two teams potentially. Yes. The Suns have to go through. I mean, let's take the Clippers out because of uh, Kawhi's out for the year, right? So, wait, uh, is he out for next year? You didn't hear? No. Torn MCL, done. MCL or ACL, one of those. I'm sorry. It might be ACL, MCL, but yeah, so it's partially torn. So they have to literally tear it and reattach. So he's done for the entire season. You know what? I feel bad for saying, but no, I did not. Uh, I did not yeah. even hear so that. So here's again. the thing. So here's the question Focus for on you. Other stuff. What does Kawhi do? Because he is a free agent, or no? He has he's a player option, so he can opt out and re-sign with the Clippers, or opt in and then re-sign with them next year. What would you do? Seeing how. He was with his teammates at the end of the year. I, I think or do you he's going to go gone? somewhere else. You think he's gone? I, 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 yeah, I think he's gone. But here's the thing, though. He's going somewhere else. What team is going to pay him to not play for you? The Nets did that with Kevin Durant. Yeah, but it's a different. It's it's a young. Uh, it's, I guess it's not different. They're about the same age too. I keep thinking Kawhi's older. Why is it different? No, it's not. It's it's actually almost exact same thing. I just. I I wouldn't do that because you're giving some dude forty million dollars to not play for a year. The Nets just did that. Yeah, but the Nets also had and Kyrie, Bar- and then they traded for Harden. You know, but, like or I guess last year. But hold on, yeah. 
barring injury to this this year with right. Harden and then Kyrie being out, they should have been in the finals and then potentially winning the championship. So you paid Kevin Durant for the year he was hurt. Right. And it should have, if for all intents and purposes, led you to a NBA finals appearance at least. You what, know, if everything worked out fine. Yeah. What team would do that? Lakers can't do because there's also teams that are like, there's a timeline. Like Lakers have LeBron and AD for a timeline, right? So like you can't waste the year of a player playing, you not playing. Um, 76ers, I don't think would do that. Uh, the Nets already are stuck there. Who? Miami. Yeah, because they're young. Miami has that timeline ready to go. You can get Jimmy Butler. Sure. You know, play one more year. And then next year you have, uh, yeah. you have Kawhi joining you. You have Victor Oladipo. Whoo. That's the thing. Oh, did they sign Victor is a free agent, right? Like, I mean, he's got, he's got to take a minimum because no one's yeah, going to pay him. Cause he's, he's still trying to figure out how, what's up with his leg and stuff. So. Yeah. But he wanted to go there. Remember we were yeah. talking about that yeah. months ago. So can you imagine if they signed Kawhi? And then they're like, hey, Victor, come play with us. Cause then next year also, we're going to have Kawhi as, and you guys are the, the top dynamic three. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Yeah. I, no. I could just see, I could see that's a team that would say, let's pay him, sit on the bench and do what, do what the Nets did. And would we can, Denver, uh, would uh, Dallas do it? You, maybe. Would you do, you as a Dallas fan, be okay <clears throat> with them to sign? And no, he's not playing this year. No, no, I wouldn't. And I'll tell you why it's because as a fan, I hate to say this because he's a winner and everything, but I don't know if I want him on my team because I don't know if he would be okay being the one a or on some nights, not being the alpha every single game. Cause right now for the Clippers, every time that he's on the court with Paul George, there's no doubt who the, who the top is. Yeah. Right. He's the top and Paul George is, is the next one. Yeah. Yeah. If he's in Dallas, Luca is such a ball dominant guard where they slow down. They do not run fast break because he just dribbles it up, gets his pick and roll and gets to his spots. I completely agree. I, I think if he, whatever team he goes to, or even if he stays on the Clippers, they need to get someone that's vocal in the locker room because he's not. And Paul George isn't. So you have yeah. to get someone like a Lowry, um, you know, like, or San Antonio, they had Duncan and Ginobili and uh, Parker who had voices like Kawhi isn't going to be that guy type of leader. And so you have to have somebody in the locker room that has that voice. Um, and so I don't know what team he's going to go to or if he stays with the Clippers, but the Clippers out of this year, next year, basically. Right. So the Suns have to go through Lakers. Uh, Denver's out basically. I mean, the West is going to be kind of opening up because of those two injuries. So then you got Golden State, you got Utah. I mean, I don't think New Orleans is there. I don't think Portland is going to be there because I don't know what they're going to get into. But there's so many different variables right now that, with right? the trades coming in. We have yeah. no idea what. So potentially what the, the Phoenix top Suns teams are going to look like. Yeah. So potentially Phoenix Suns could be in the hunt next year too because of everything that's you never you know injuries have already happened and injuries that could potentially happen or sign trade trade signings, lottery picks that end up being you know 
above and beyond expectations and all that stuff. So um, let's congratulate the Bucks first and foremost. And then right. I would like to uh, get acknowledged for winning the fictitious money. And let me just make it clear on how it happened. After game two, we got our pod and you had 12,005. No, you had uh, 13,050. Okay. I had 4,800. Okay. We didn't bet on game four. We bet on game five, six, and or five and six. You bet $300 on each of those games. You lost. I bet a thousand on each of those games. And then I bet on, I bet all my money for game six. I am the champion. <laughs> you know, I can't even like, I'm okay. I'm going to give you that because if that's what the raw numbers say, congratulations, <laughs> congratulations. That's what the however, facts say, but you know, <laughs> however, being a smart However. money per money person, had I known what the numbers were, <laughs> I would have just picked the bucks for whatever number also, just to make sure that I won by $1, kind of like the price is right. So you're not telling me where we were going into game six. Hey, I was at a little bit of a disadvantage. I could, you just you, said, I'm going all in. I had no idea what that even meant at that point. I in even time. texted you. I'm like, I haven't calculated it, but I'm going all in. <laughs> Whatever hey, I had how, can, how convenient that you hadn't calculated it to give me the numbers. No, no, but I, you didn't ask. But you And you said, your text said, <laughs> fine, I'll just do 300 uh, as always. You didn't like, you didn't try to instigate or ask how much I was betting. <laughs> that's okay. You know, you've been down all year. Dude, battling that's, back. I so depressed because of your Lakers. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of happiness at the end of the year so congratulations I, you won this season i literally did not win a single week's <laughs> of bets but these last two weeks helped or last two games three games helped me so i will take all i it. gotta say all i gotta say is now i know how you play this game it's on next season okay what? it is on see this is this is what losers say people <laughs> this is what losers <laughs> Hey, I already congratulated you. I just told you I'm coming back with a vengeance next season. <laughs> I feel like there's a, uh, you congratulate with a, uh, however, furthermore. Hey, you know what? It's like when you lose in the championship, there's no days off. I'm back to work yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Chris Paul. You're just stomping off the court. You're not even acknowledging. Oh, wow. Please don't compare me to that guy, okay? Uh, Except if right. it's on the basketball court. Yeah, um, no, we're going to take a probably a little hiatus. Uh, the, uh, the draft is next week, I think, on the 30th, I think it is. So maybe we'll get on there before uh, with your analysis because you know all that is of college players coming in. And uh, we'll see if you can pick who's going to go where uh, in the first maybe top 10 or something like that. So thank that you all for listening. Good. Great season. And uh, hopefully you guys listen later on. Peace. Peace.